0: everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the In It, Not Of It podcast. My name's Nick, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Bailey. Bailey, you want to say hey? Hey, guys. <laughs> Bailey, it's good to have you here. Um, so, yeah, this is episode two of the In It, Not Of It podcast, and today um, we're going to be getting to a topic of prayer. So, trying to maybe rethink prayer, what is prayer, um, exactly, giving a definition of prayer, and just um, overall having a con- conversation about prayer. Um so yeah, Bailey, can you give a little background about yourself, just who you are, what you're about? And everything? Yeah, for
1: sure, man. Um, I am a I'm a student here at Grace right now um, studying communication, so I should be good at, at talking on a podcast, I guess. <laughs> but but um, no, I've I've grown up in the church, and recently I've gone through what my pastor told me as a um, breakdown and reconstruction mm-hmm. of the faith. If I'm being completely vulnerable, like like last year, this time, actually it it would have been like a week ago and a year ago. It was, yeah, it was like January left last year. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just kind of thought, what is the point of life and deconstructed my upbringing for like a whole year. I was trying to figure stuff out, kind of mm-hmm. rebuild the faith that I had. And, and it changed the person that I was a year ago. Yeah. And, uh, so that's that's who I am. I've I've changed quite a bit from my upbringing stuff and I I was used to a lot of traditional um you know church churchy stuff with quote air quotes around the yeah. churchy because yeah. I think a lot of people understand what I say when I when I say churchy um but yeah, I I think I, yeah, I was able to to kind of pick the what was actually true and good about the churchy. Sure yeah into what I have now. And I have by no means do I have the right answers for everything. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I think I definitely think you asking me to be on this podcast with you is is not just a a, a coincidence. I, I definitely yeah. think that God placed this on your heart. And then, yeah, this is just a God thing that happened. So. Of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And disclaimer real quick. I just want everybody to know who's listening. We are by no means experts on the Bible. We're by no means experts of faith or professional christians or even good christians for that matter you know i mean is there such a thing of a good christian i don't even know i mean you
1: know? maybe like paul or peter maybe but maybe, maybe maybe that's <laughs> kind of a
0: stretch no <laughs> that's kind of a stretch but yeah for real um but yeah just let everybody know out there we're just doing this you know um just as a ministry as a as a way to get the word out there and to start conversations about things um that are that are important and things of this world to talk about that is um important for us to talk about um so like i said yeah we're gonna be talking about prayer today um, because, you know, prayer, obviously, if you have a, ask a Christian, you know, what what do you, by the world standards, what do you do as a Christian? Like, what is it important to do as a Christian? Um, you know, people say, oh, you got to read your Bible and you got to pray, right? And those are just, that, to, yeah. yeah, that's like, that's yeah. like every time in youth
1: group it's like, uh, okay, what did we get from this? Oh, I need to read the Bible more yeah. and I need to pray more. Yeah, like, how, how was, are we going to take
0: this from here? Like, I'm going to pray more, you yeah, know, exactly. praying praying while it can be such this, um almost cliche thing in a bad way that sounds bad saying it but prayer can kind of be turned to this cliche thing and i think it's really important for us to understand what is prayer to understand actually and have almost a theology and a working definition of what prayer is so um i think kind of loosely just to get this going i think we need to understand that prayer at its core is a conver conversation with god you know prayer is a conversation with god exactly yeah uh, sorry, I was I was looking up um, this message.
1: I don't know why I didn't have it marked it before, <laughs> but the Sermon on the Mount. There's literally a section where Jesus talks about prayer. Yeah. Um, I'm going I think I'm just gonna read it really quick. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Go um, for it. This is out of the NIV, but it's. Um. It says. I uh, yeah. I'll just start at seven. Uh, verse seven of Matthew six, six verse seven. Um, and I'm sure you guys have heard. For that is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever, mm. Amen. Um, I think this is slept on in the <laughs> church. If yeah. you ask me, I don't. I, I mean, think... we all know the Lord's prayer exactly. Right. right. I, I think to break it down, there's parts of it that I don't. I think we we kind of I don't know, take for granted almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I, I would like. There's little sections, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It's like praising God right off the bat. Yeah. And then your kingdom come, your will be done. Asking God's will in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then give us today our daily bread, trusting that he will provide what we need for the day.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's huge. And like, yeah, if we just base our whole conversation of prayer, and everything we know of off of it with a building block of, yeah, prayer is a conversation with God. And I think there's a huge culture in in christianity right now about prayer that's like you know approach god as your friend like he's your best friend when you're talking to him and i think that's great and you know obviously um you know jesus calls us a friend and and john he says that we have a friend in him we are no longer slaves but we are his friends um but i think we also have to remember that when we're talking to god he's not just our friend like he's you know he's the the creator of the whole universe like he's exactly he's not he's not i'm not just talking to you it's not like i'm just talking to you i'm not like i'm just talking to just a regular friend um and while we should approach him with just openness in prayer we have to remember you know who we're talking to the creator of the entire universe and that should you know that should hold some weight to us i should hold some weight as we're going about our conversation with him you know and we we have to understand that when prayer when we're entering into that we're entering into the throne room of god you know we are we are being allowed into throne the roof of God because Christ is mediating at the right hand of the throne of God. And we're able to talk to him because of that. Exactly. And so, yeah, I think there's, you know, I don't know if you've seen like t-shirts nowadays that say like, God is dope. Have you seen that? Like God is dope. I mean, which it's just kind of cool, but it's just, I think it's so important for us, especially in prayer and just in our everyday lives to realize, yeah, God is our, God should be our best friend. He is, he is close to us. He is, he is our friend. But he's also a big, big God that we should, you know, kind Kind of be afraid of. Like, we we need to honor. Exactly. And and I I
1: know exactly what you're talking about because it's been something that I've had to think about. uh, Like, I think it was last year or something. I heard a message, and um, this this wasn't, like, a part of the entire message. But Mm -hmm. a little, like, kind of offshoot of that message was what the pastor said was... um, like he he doesn't like the term the the man upstairs, hmm. um and different words that That's we pretty use common too yeah and yeah. I, and like different words that we use to refer to God and I don't know if I would personally go that far I don't think I'd I i do not use the term man upstairs yeah but um his point being was that God is to be honored and revered we don't yeah. understand how like how much He loves us because we physically cannot love as much as God does yeah and the sacrifice He made was His own life his own son for us. Mm-hmm. I i don't know. To me, somebody who does that deserves a higher title than the man upstairs yeah. or that God is dope. I, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing to wear that yeah. shirt, but it's just, I, I think sometimes we don't think so much about what we say about God yeah, before sure. we actually say it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, dude. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's great. I mean, yeah, I, one of one of the big concepts I've always had for the for the longest time I've had struggling is like what does it mean to fear the Lord, you know? For for a while I was like, you know, you see in passages in Proverbs like the fear of the Lord um is the beginning of wisdom or just like we need to feel fear the Lord and there that's this concept that's thrown around um not only in scripture a lot but in our culture a lot too. And one of my first kind of realizations of like what that fear was, I just it was literally just like any other day, probably a weekend or something like that when I was at home and I just woke up and I had this just realization It kind of hit me really hard. I'm like, man, like God did not have to let me wake up today. Yeah. Like he he is like, he is (laughs) like a powerful God that he, he allows me to take every single breath that I have. And in the snap of an instant, he can take that same breath that he gives. He can take it away. And I think we need to remember that. Like we're talking to the God who can end everything. We're talking to the God who created every single thing before us who is the beginning and the end and he's not just our friend right and determines our
1: salvation yeah it determines where we spend eternity exactly um yeah hopefully that doesn't like freak you out because (laughs) hopefully you already knew that but (laughs) like literally your entire your eternity is determined by 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 god
0: yeah yeah exactly and so i think kind of go into that we just need to understand that yeah yeah, there should be a humility when we go into prayer. We should understand, like, man, I am I am a lowly being. I am undeserving of much, but thank God that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me so that I can, like, have a communion yeah, with you. Exactly. I can have a conversation with you. And none of this talk should ever stop us from being open. You know, I don't think there's a certain way that we should pray. We shouldn't have to, you know, necessarily get down on our knees and cross our hands or hold yeah. our – Whatever, I think, I think know. most
1: of that comes down to like personal conviction. Yeah. It's like, cause like my, my, my dad, for example, he's, he, he got upset, not upset, but he like kind of, you know, called me out for wearing a hat while we bowed our heads and prayed. And I know a lot of people like do that as, as an act of respect. And I, yeah. I honestly, I think that as well, but I also, I hardly ever take my hat off when I'm talking to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's, it does, it personally doesn't convict me, Mm-hmm. But, if it's gonna like affect a relationship with somebody else, I'll take it off, but yeah. there's like different things, like that's just one specific example of I think what you're trying to like say about like different kinds of prayer and
0: like, yeah. how you pray. yeah, exactly. I don't think there you know, the Bible doesn't lay out uh here's how you have to pray, here's how it has to be done. but again, we still should go in with um hearts of humility and recognizing that we are we are humans, and he is God. you know, we should still have that same openness, but um, you know, going to another point, I think our prayer is our prayer life and how we pray and when we pray how often we pray is an expression of our dependence on God you know and I think a lot of times this is something I've realized in my own prayer life you know I mean maybe I'll be going to speak in a class maybe I'll be going to present a project or even give a sermon at a church or you know something I get nervous for and obviously you know I'll pray God speak through me God God help me out with this or you know prayer for sometimes prayer for my own success and stuff like that and Man, I, I get done with that and it just like it just blows me away how yeah. or even when you hear any answered prayer, it just blows me away uh, how good God is and how faithful he is to answer our prayers. And it and this is something I kinda wanna talk about is I feel like maybe it's just me, but I feel like, dude, our prayers are just not big enough sometimes. I feel like sometimes we can we're not praying for big enough things you know like yeah. man how many times have i just walked into a test like oh man please god just give me an a on this test please or like let me let me pass this pass this class or god just like give me some energy for this day but like man what if we started praying about like bigger things Yeah, you know well and another thing is like that's not
1: bad to pray about the oh, little no, things yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but i think what you're saying is well i know what you're saying is like pray for christ to reform the church in america dude yeah or to reform the church in the world
0: Uh, dude reform reform to save world hunger
1: like those things it's funny because in reality god's not going to answer those the way we anticipate oh i guess i can't say that because that's (laughs) that's really limiting to god and he can he does whatever he wants yeah there you go but no heresy on this yeah exactly (laughs) none zero (laughs) um but if if we pray those things we shouldn't expect Mm -hmm. um to get the exact answer that we want. Now, if it happens, then praise God. Yeah, but also if it doesn't happen, praise God. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dude, that's that's just a follow up with what you were saying. So.
0: No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are just I have just thought to so many times in my life where I'm just like, man, what if I? Man, I feel like I, I don't know if you've heard. Do you know Craig Rochelle? You heard of Craig Rochelle? Actually, okay. Craig, Dang, he's pretty sorry. big. He has this um, thing called Dangerous Prayers, and so he's talking about how like being more bold in our prayers, being more. um just bold in the way we pray and then the things we pray for, you know, I mean, yeah, w- what if we, what if we prayed for, um, and th- this is something I want to talk about too, and something that's been kind of realization of mine um, recently, but um, what if we prayed for just like the thankfulness of guilt, you know, I mean, rec- like recently, a lot of times, you know, you, you sin or you, you mess up and you're like, oh man, you have that, I mean, we have that feeling yeah. of the Holy Spirit conviction and we have, have that feeling of guilt in us, but Um, a few weeks ago I had a realization. I was just like, I was like, man, like, thank, thank you God for making me feel guilty. Like when I do stuff wrong.
1: I mean, you look at the villains in any like movie. Yeah. I I think in particular, the first villain, actually it's not even in a movie. It's, it's real life. Like, like Hitler.
0: Yeah.
1: Horrible person. Was his conscience clean? No, I guarantee. Well, maybe he probably had no, like zero guilty conscience. Yeah. He just did it because he was evil. Yeah. Like, praise God that we have that conscience that tells us not to go. It's like, hey, dude, stop what you're doing. Like, you're being an idiot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, because humans are horrible at heart. And who knows what we'd be capable of if we had no moral compass.
0: Yeah. I do. Like, I mean, we, you know, I mean, I read the Old Testament or I look at the disciples in the Bible and I'm like, man, they were a bunch of idiots. Like, Peter, how did you deny Jesus Christ three times, man? Like, dummy? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And then, but then you realize, like, dude, he didn't have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And how many times have I, in my daily life, maybe I didn't say, oh, I don't know you, Jesus. Maybe I didn't say that All right. But how many times have my actions said, I don't know you, Jesus? Or how many times have my actions denied him, even with yeah. the power of the Holy Spirit? So I'm just like, man, guilt? Guilt has such a bad connotation in our society and guilt has such a bad connotation is like if you feel guilty, like man, and I think the devil uses the devil has used, you know, my guilt and our guilt and so many situations to keep us from,
1: which in a way it's like, um, you're, you're dwelling in the guilt. Yeah. Guilt. Like it's the same way with, with other like certain other emotions. Mm -hmm. If you dwell in them, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. If you, if you're, if you do something wrong, you feel guilty. Good. You should feel guilty, but you better not stay guilty because there is a man. Well, I not man. There was God who died on the cross for your sins. So that that guilt is gone now. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like that's the same with, I think with anger, with, uh, certain types of pride, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Like dwelling in that is, is wrong, Mm -hmm. but the initial thought is like, okay, but you got to take care of it.
0: Yeah. So, Yeah. And yeah, dude, keeping, keeping on the track of prayer. Um, this is, this is something that was, that was huge for my life and understanding in my prayer life. Um, and just developing to be, to be better in my, in my time spent in prayer with God is like, we don't, we don't need to clean ourselves up before we go to God in prayer. Like, and you know, if we have, if we have guilt or we have sin in our lives and this is, you know, something, for the longest time I struggled with I didn't feel like I was I was good enough to go to God. I just didn't feel like I was good because I I understood I was like man like prayer is going before God, prayer is talking with God and if I have these things in my life, you know, I just don't want to like I don't want to bring it up to him. I don't want to say these things to him, right. but you need to understand like God wants us to come to him with our mess, you know, cuz God is going to God is the only one who can clean up our mess. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, and that's that's just another expression of dependence on God and that's why we need to Um, yeah, we need to be willing to go to him with open hearts and, you know, God already knows the things that we're going to be, God already knows our struggles. God already knows our thoughts and, um, what we struggle with. So why hide that from him? Exactly. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, we're all built with some shame and some guilt inside of us. We don't want to admit the things we do wrong. Um, just like Adam and Eve hid from God, you know, even though God asked him like, where are you? Um, he knew, you know, yeah. he knew he wasn't, he's not stupid. He knows everything. He's all knowing. And um see, so yeah, I think that's, that's something that I think a lot of people need to hear is that we don't need to clean ourselves up yeah. before we go to God in prayer. And, and I think one prayers.
1: of my, one of my favorite passages that illustrates that yeah. is the very end of John, where it's, it's Jesus reinstating Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. it, It'd it be John 21, 15. Um, and Jesus asked him like, when they finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And Peter replied, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. Take care of my sheep. That's on I me, mean, my bad. The <laughs> third time, he said, To him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all these things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. I mean, that that ending there kind of goes more specifically with who Peter is. because, I mean, he went on to be martyred for his faith. Yeah. Um, but just that that little exchange between Jesus and Peter, um, I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. I think it's absolutely, like, the epitome, the entire message of Jesus' life right there. He's here to forgive because he wants to. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I think going to him to ask for forgiveness and stuff yeah, I don't. Know. I love that section. Anyways, no, yeah, it, it, yeah. I know.
0: I mean, yeah. Like I said, God, like God knows our mess. God knows the things we struggle with, and He, yeah. Just like in that situation, Jesus kn- knew that Peter loved Him. Yeah. He's like, but He wanted Him to come to Him. You know, God doesn't want, and that's why we were built with like free will in the first place. You know, yeah. God doesn't want just machines that He commands or machines that He pre builds to do his will. He wants people who are mm-hmm. actively loving him with their own. Being. And, and
1: also the, the idea of wanting to, I think prayer is an illustration of wanting to be with mm. the father. Yeah. Like there's other ways too, but I think prayer is, is huge in that.
0: Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That that's where good. I was yep. trying to go with that, but I could not think of it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> then you no, start talking some, and it hit me. So that's some bars there, dude. That's some bars. I like it, but yeah. And keeping going um, with prayer. So we know that prayer is, prayer is a conversation with God and, you know, for those of you who haven't, you know, studied necessarily um, prayer to college or haven't necessarily um, taken a class about prayer, um, you know, we, we know that, like I said, we know that prayer is a conversation with God. We're told that from a very young age. But what what exactly is happening during prayer? And um, I think it's what we're going get, get, to get into next, just trying to understand, like, what is happening in prayer. So what, I, what I've been taught, um, especially in the prayer class that I took um, here, is that prayer is— To the Father, through Jesus Christ, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So, prayer, I mean, and exactly, when we, the scripture talks about when we pray and we enter into that communion and have that conversation with God, we are in the throne room of heaven. Like, we, we we are before God and Jesus Christ, you know, Jesus Christ tore the veil. He tore the separation that was between us and God when he died on the cross. And, um... And yeah, he he makes us; he gives us a way to talk to God, and um, the spirit, and then through that, the spirit powers us to pray. And I think this can be a good reminder. Um, it's Romans eight twenty six. Uh, it says, "Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do know, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words." And I think, dude, that's like I, I really like that because. I don't know about you guys, but there have been so many times, dude, in my in my life where I'm just praying, and you know I know I need to spend time. I know I need to spend my time with God. You know I can have that have that kind of hunger in me. I'm like, man, I just need to spend some time with God right now. And then I sit, I sit down, or I do whatever, and I'm like, man, I just I have no clue what to say right now. Like what? Like I don't even know where to start. Like like you know I sit, do, I sit yeah, down. And do I'm you like,
1: ever like ramble like? Just yeah, rambling
0: yeah. random crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do that all the time. Exactly. And that's like, and that's, an, yeah. And so I think it's such a, a cool reminder to know that, you know, we don't need to necessarily always have the right words, like what we just talked about, like God already knows what's on our heart. Exactly. God already knows. And so how cool is it that when we can't think of our words and God, God knew, he's like, man, these, these people, you know, I created them and you know, I've created them intelligently. Like they got all these cool things. Like, but man, these people are one day are not going to be pretty, pretty dumb. Sometimes they're not going to know the things to say. He's like, so let the spirit help them out in that too. You know, give them another thing that the spirit's got to help us in. Right.
1: Well, I, I do that thing where uh, I, I start talking and I have this like, like thing I want to say. And then I try and sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then I get off to a rabbit trail. I think I did it earlier while we were talking, in all honesty. Yeah, probably. But, yeah, I I start talking, and it kind of makes sense. And then I stop, and then I think, and I'm like, that's not entirely what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then yeah. I go, that's okay. God knew my heart. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and so I just got to, like, fast forward.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, man, thank God. He Thank God God knows my heart. Yeah. Sometimes, right, man, I'm like, dude, I... I swear I'm incoherent sometimes in my prayer, <laughs> and um, and yeah, I think kind of going off that, um, yeah, you kind of re- you read the section of the Lord's prayer earlier, and I don't know if you read this part. I can't remember if you read this, but um, Matthew six five, um, starting it goes, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret your father who sees in secret will reward you Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think that's that's also a huge 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 part of prayer is um no I mean I don't know if I would take that literally and you need to go into your room specifically and shut your door every single time you need to pray you know yeah but I think there is something to be said about watching our prayer and making sure that we're not praying in the streets like the hypocrites. You know, like the, the Pharisees would go out in the streets and they'd pray just so we could see, Oh, like, look how holy I am Right. Like, look how look how good I am at this and you know, maybe to our modern day equivalent of of people putting on their Instagram story a picture of them reading their bible and like having their pens and stuff like that and like yeah. look at that i mean
1: it's okay like sometimes the <laughs> aesthetic is phenomenal oh, dude, the so it's aesthetic like, sometimes it's nice definitely do it oh yeah uh but but make like, sure that's yeah, not all you're doing is exactly pictures, right <laughs> I, I think that's one thing i want to talk about later in a different episode is yeah. the whole like image thing but that's mm-hmm. for another story <laughs> um but that's what jesus talks about here is like the image of praying where it's yeah. like your heart is not in the right place yeah i think more times than not checking your heart and i'm guilty of it of praying just because of the fact that i'm praying because i should yeah like before i go to bed every night i go thank you god for today help me have a good night's sleep yeah amen is that really sincere
0: sometimes it's so hard like when you get into a like you know we're like okay we need to get into a rhythm of prayer we need to make sure like you know spend time with god every day and get into a routine of it but then it's like it's such a fine line because like have a routine but don't let it be just a right. routine of prayer. Like well, that's and that's why I think that's why I kind of like wanted to talk about this today because I don't think prayer gets enough credit today, if you know what I'm saying. Prayer does not get enough of we don't necessarily always understand what prayer yeah. is exactly.
1: And like to relate it to the title of the podcast in and in it not of it. The church I've seen I've noticed this especially in in youth group um even in some uh other settings like everybody's like man I just want to get closer to God. Yeah. And so what's what's the solution? To spend yep. time reading and yeah, praying. Like, okay, spend time reading the word. Yeah. That's what the leaders say. Yeah. Is that wrong? No. It's not like there's more things that you could uh, there's other things too, but what it boils down to is just spending time with God mm. and praying, which is part of spending time. But like you said, getting in that routine of it, it starts to become like a chore. It, becomes, it gets kind of bland. Yeah. And, you know, some people at work, some people, you know, have a scheduled time that they're like, I want to spend an hour praying, which honestly yeah. I, I would struggle doing that. Yeah, dude, that's but, what but I but have Some have people do and, spend that and I, I commend them for it because I think that's the way that they feel like the most connected to, to True, God. Yeah. Um, But for me, it's like if I were to set a day and a time every day to pray for like five minutes, it would get stale, yeah, really quickly, yeah. Um, especially if it wouldn't be if it would be like a scheduled topic to talk to pray about, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I think I'll pray about the topic when I feel it in my heart, kind of, mm-hmm. which I don't want to get too feelings based, sure, yeah, emotions emotions based with it, but at the same time, I'm allowing that to kind of dictate how my prayers are so that when I pray I'm vulnerable and the like the prayer is what's coming from the heart. Yeah. Not what I think I should be saying.
0: Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's a, yeah, that, yeah, man, I think what you were talking about um earlier, you're like, oh yeah, like I'm having troubles with my relationship with God and people are just like, okay, pray and read your Bible. And of course, again, yeah, great answers. And that's what we should be doing as Christians. That's how we, you know, the word is the revelation of the story of humanity and God and how he relates to us. And that's amazing thing. Divinely inspired and prayer, like we said, is our communion with God entering into the throne exactly. room. Exactly. But, but it's like, but how do you do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause exactly. like, it's like, yeah, read your Bible and pray,
0: but how? Yeah. People, that's, that's like, it, it's become such a cookie cutter answer that churches and pastors yeah. give to us or that we're kind of just like, that we kind of just like spoon fed. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, okay, I pray, but they're like, but like, what, yeah, how do I do that? And like, what is praying? Like, we're just told that, oh, I'm praying. And that's why so many people are just like, man, I just feel like I'm talking to a wall. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm just talking to the ceiling when I pray.
1: And maybe they literally are talking to a ceiling. <laughs> yeah, ceiling I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of what That was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> we're cutting that.
0: <laughs> but I mean, and so I think that's why we all need to have some type of working definition, working understanding of where prayer is. Because when you... When you go from oh yeah, like I just you know, I toss a prayer up to God every other day. Um, you know, he's he's my best friend and again, not thinking that we you shouldn't not think that he's your best friend. Like he is our greatest friend. He is um close to us. But when you go from that to understanding like, okay, like when I when I bow my head, close my eyes, fold my hands, or get on my knees or Or take off my hat. Or take (laughs) off my hat or, you know, drive to my car or wherever and however you choose to pray, like when I'm doing this, I am entering the throne room of God. And I've said that quite a few times. Because I'm trying to hammer down the point that we, we are entering a, a holy place and then a holy communion. and Like, we're like we're able well, to take part in the Trinity when we pray. Like, if you what? want
1: to look at it in a literal sense, like the throne room of God in the Old Testament, if a priest did anything wrong, they were dead on the spot. Yeah, if they, t- yeah, if they like, touched the... Like, they had a bell... On the person, right? A bell on their ankle was, is that right? Or I know they had a rope probably no on clue. their ankle <laughs> because if the priest, the high priest would enter and do something wrong, he was killed on the spot. Yeah. So, he, was,
0: he was allowed to enter into the Holy of Holies like once a year.
1: How do you get the dead body out if you can't go in there? <laughs> so you tie a rope to their ankle oh, and yeah. if they're dead, you they pull them out. Like that's the throne room of God that we're entering. Yeah. These,
0: mean, these people were entering into these, that, that, that Holy of Holy places. Once a year just to be able to commune with God. But like dude, I mean like, that was I,
1: also I, different because it was before Jesus came. exactly. But still yeah. it's it's kind of an illustration of how significant it is.
0: Yeah. And like, man, how often do I take that for granted? Like these people were you know, these people dedicated their lives and like in the Old Testament, these people dedicated their lives to to learning how to how to be like the high priest and how to work towards that and being able to enter into the, the holy of holies into that place of God is the most sacred thing to them. And yet in my life, like God has made it available to me when I'm driving to class, or when I'm driving to my internship, or I'm driving, doing anything. I Dude, mean, being real weird on the toilet. On the yeah, I mean even think then, about that. Even then, in the shower, like what? <laughs> yeah, Dude, for even real. then, like He has, He has made the most sacred. He has, He has made His communion in the Trinity available to us any time yeah. of the day. And how often do I take that for granted? You know?
1: Yeah. I- I, this is when you told when you told me we're doing prayer i i my first initial reaction was obviously that's a really easy topic to talk about <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. but yeah. but then i come here and uh i actually like you know took it very seriously when we started talking about it and um yeah it, it is it's something that is extremely significant that is very overlooked yeah but
0: yeah no i and i think yeah i think that's why i wanted to talk about this and it's it's just so important for us to understand like you know not only who we are praying to the creator of the entire universe but you know there's there should be some some weight behind prayer you know there should be some 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 reverence and some honor when we we go to praying and um so yeah i, I have this verse it's uh 1 John 5 um 14 to 15 i just want i want to mention this real quick 1 John 5 14 to 15 says and this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. And so I think like going into and understanding, okay, like, wow, this is a, a very holy place. I am very like praying. I, I am so unworthy to be here. I'm so unworthy to be like in communion and amongst, you know, the, the Holy Spirit, the Father and Jesus. I'm and but I'm here anyways, but. We shouldn't stop there. We should recognize that, you know, God tells us that we have confidence going before him, yeah. you know, not because of anything that we've done, but because of what Christ has done for us. Like we should have confidence going before us while, st- while still yeah. maintaining our humility in that we are, we are, we are us, we are humans and he is God, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, yeah. Amen. <laughs> there you, you know, go. That's what That's, that's, that's what you got to say if
0: you don't know what else to say, just say amen or Jesus.
1: Yeah, that that's that's good too. The
0: two golden rules of Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: No, in in the world like in our day-to-day life um I like it it's hard to to just be real like to be a person when you pray and to like be real and vulnerable. Yeah. Sometimes um, but it's important. It's so important that we analyze ourselves sure. and say, where can I, pray? how can I pray differently? How can I use the time that I pray to be effective? If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like to be more, I don't want to say efficient. Cause that sounds too like, you know, technical, I guess, yeah. but to utilize that. I also don't like the term utilize. <laughs> We're going to back that up, but just to to take prayer more seriously, yeah. And I, that's kind of what this episode, what what we're talking about, what we want people to take away, mm-hmm. is. Yes, you might be praying, and there might be nothing wrong with your prayer life right now. Yeah, you know. But I think that everybody can take something away from, from thinking about how to pray, yeah. and thinking about what and and listening to what the Bible has to say, how Jesus's teachings, te- like teach us how to pray. Yeah. And that's what I hope anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you're listening and you, you didn't think that email us and tell us what we did wrong. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, kind of as we wrap up just a recap of what we, what we talked about, you know, if there's anything I can get through to, and anything that makes sense out of my, out of my mouth today. It's that prayer prayer is a conversation with God. And when we pray, we're entering into the throne room, of God into communion with the Trinity. I mean, um, yeah, I think it's an awesome thing. And I think, um, that's something we as Christians and just, um, as believers and followers of Christ is something we need to understand a little bit better. And, um, we should take with us as we go into praying and, um, yeah. So yeah, you got anything else, buddy? No,
1: just pray and be in the spirit. Amen. I guess. Amen. Don't take God for
0: granted. <laughs> Amen. Amen. There we go. All right, well that's all we got for you today. Um, Thanks again, everybody, for listening and for tuning in. If you guys have any suggestions of what to do for the podcast or any ideas, um, DM me on Instagram. Love to hear that. And yeah, you can DM me too. And yeah, and Bailey. Oh, my Instagram, Uh, Bailey at BaileyHost. It'll be up somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. I follow Nick. Search me on his. Yeah, just just yeah, just look at me. (laughs) All right, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Peace out.